0: Hi, welcome to this Business Leader Breakthroughs minisode, where we highlight the best bits of a previous show episode. If you enjoy these quick insights and want to check out the full episode, you'll find the link in the show notes, or go to thebreakthrough.co. Now let the breakthroughs begin.
1: I am just fascinated by the level of, of performance that the All Blacks demonstrate. And, and I keep making the point, this is one of the most successful organizations in any endeavor. You know, to have that kind of winning record, what is it, 85, 87 percent, is not about sport. It is about how a group of people organise themselves to excel over and over and over again. And it's very, very transparent,
0: right, In, in a way that business is not so much so and we yes we're fans but Mm. rugby is professional now Mm. this is a this is a business organisation whose product happens to be to be a sport but they are a professional organisation right from the way they are governed to the sponsorship deals and commercials that they have to make make work through to the performance on the field Yeah, and even the very best companies in the world normally only have to give uh, profit indications once a quarter and release yeah, the right. results once yeah, yeah, every, yeah. every yeah. six months. Yeah. As a sporting organisation in the professional area, how would you how would you like it if uh, every one of your business meetings with your team was live live broadcast around the, around the world? With slow motion and a television <laughs> yes. and a TV, you
1: know, what do they call them? Yeah. The, uh, the third TV, match rest, official. third match yeah. official and yeah. two watch... Oh yeah. Yeah,
0: that would add a new dimension for many of us.
1: Yeah. But what's, what's really interesting is you know, I'm so interested in the way Steve Hansen thinks and talks about his leadership, and in particular, I'm, I'm interested in the history of how what he stepped into, what he's been part of since 2004. So it started with Graham Henry um, when they when they started out. They took over as the as the coaching team. There was a culture of heavy drinking. Um, there was a culture of complacency. It was not in good shape. And these guys sat down and took a look at what they did. And the fundamental problem was whatever plan the coaches had usually disappeared on field. And the game would be lost because the players wouldn't execute mm. the plan. And, and, yeah. and not through lack of a, you know, a good plan. Um, sometimes a lack of a good plan. But What, what,
0: know, is, it, what is it that Mike Tyson says?
1: Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And then, then everything changes, right? And that's what was happening, consistently happening, was that they weren't dealing with the challenges. And they realised that they couldn't do it from the coaching box, which was massive, for, particularly for Graham Henry, who was pretty old school. And look, he was coaching, he'd coached Wales, and he'd coached the Lions. He'd been a very successful coach with that approach. And an example of how he had to let that go and shift the leadership from the coaching box to the field was Tana said to uh, Graham Henry, Hey Ted, who's the pre match talk for? Who's the who's the team talk for? And Graham Henry said, Well T, it's for you. It's, you know, help you get kind of fired up and all inspired. And Tana and I said, Well Ted, I think it's for you. It doesn't work for us. And Henry was shattered. It was kind of, oh my God. Had spent
0: all week planning yeah. it, like thinking about the right sermon. thing to say, totally. making sure it was going to be delivered with choosing the right yeah.
1: words and firing them up. And, not interested. And so I think that an incredible ability to let go of what had been successful, But wasn't working for these
0: guys. And if we unpick that a little bit, I'm sure part of why it wasn't working is that different players are individuals and they respond to things in different ways. Right? Some of them will be wanting to be inside their own heads pre-game and they will motivate themselves. We're talking about elite sports people here. You don't need to motivate them.
1: No. no, You
0: know, they are they are out to perform at the highest level. They're there to win. But the way they get in their zone to deliver at that level of performance is going to be different for each individual yeah. so as a leader when you go I've got a one size fits all that's going to help everyone get motivated help everyone be focused on the job they need to do it's mm-hmm. just never going to work mm-hmm. you've got to, you've got to get, get some of that individual yeah. view happening
1: part of the challenge for the leaders the coaches is that having different approaches for each individual and at the same time there's one huge message about team mm-hmm. and Absolutely. the importance of team uh, Brian Lahore he talked about how better people make better All Blacks. So they were very much focused on taking care of the individuals as individuals. Their calibre, their their curiosity, their behaviours, and then, you know, they had a rule, no dickheads. If your values didn't fit, if you were not a good person, you if you were not kind of aligned with the team, you wouldn't last. What we see in our culture with the All Blacks or with the, this successful organisation is consistently delivering because of an immense uh, focus on the team and teamwork and being good in the team yeah. uh, and and then they've got a whole lot of stuff about the legacy in terms of you know nobody you don't occupy that jersey by right it's only yours you're borrowing it you're a, it in a better place and all those sort yeah. kind of you know yep. rituals and stuff yeah. but fundamentally it's about the team comes first And we know that in in any organisations, the most successful organisations are those that are organised around teams. I think the culture in today's organisations, the expectation on today's organisations, actually has to be around these are groups of teams. I think we're beginning to understand that dynamic in the workplace, that people are engaged as part of a team. How we do that deliberately is one of the challenges, I think, one of the great
0: challenges. And the All Blacks talk about this term of devolved leadership. Coming back to the challenge they were facing, things were, uh, there was a pre-game plan, well, there was, mm-hmm. you know, a game plan prior to the match starting. Uh, everyone thought it might unfold this way, so that's what they planned for. Things then happened on the on the field, mm-hmm. and they just didn't know how to deal with right. deal with that. Yeah, And you couldn't go as a player you couldn't go oh ho oh, 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 could you just pause the match for a moment yeah, right. I just need to go up and talk to the coach yeah. and decide what we're going to do now yeah, yeah. now that everything's changed yeah. so they, had, they figured out that they really needed to devolve leadership down to a senior player group yes. who could make on field decisions in there and uh, the All Blacks then had a fantastic mental skills coach, Gilbert Noka, yeah. which by yeah. all accounts yeah. has been phenomenally yeah. influential, helping uh, people do things like get grounded right in the middle of the, the highest pressure situations, yeah. be able to pause, ground themselves, get calm yeah. and go, what's the best decision here right now?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And the only way they've been able to do that is this idea of devolved leadership.
1: Devolved leadership is not inverted leadership. No. It's not, it's not abdicating. It's not abdicating. It's still in the context of what are you trying to achieve. And the interesting thing from, from again, again, go back to the All Blacks, is it failed massively. The real learning piece was to stick with that coaching team, to back them despite the failures.
0: So, Mike, with this idea of devolved leadership, we've got uh, a business leader listening to the podcast and going, that all sounds great. Mm. How could they get started? What should they be keeping top of mind when they're thinking about devolved leadership? I I think the
1: very first thing they've got to do is make sure that their managers, who they're devolving to, are competent in the core skills and are disciplined about the execution of those core skills. And that's, you know, the All Blacks take care of those basics, the very basics of what they do and they drill on it and they're really good at it. And then that creates the opportunity, you know, doing that enables them to have the clarity and the time and the space To be able to express themselves. I think the other clever thing about what they do is this is a team that just loves to express itself so they've gone with a strategy of self-expression. In the context of they really get their core skills they are very disciplined and very practiced.
0: So true and it's not to say that then every manager has to operate in exactly the same fashion but it's a guiding set of principles and skills that they can use and then they can defer to their individual leadership styles yep. and things that things yep. that work absolutely spot on. So the All Blacks, you know, one of the most successful organisations uh, around, and I say organizations not just sporting mm-hmm. because of what they've yep, what they've absolutely. achieved. Uh, it would ring true that some of the things they've developed and found to be successful may well work for us in organi- in our organisations. Mm-hmm. And have a think about that. Devolve leadership and how you can get your managers equipped with the skills because they're the ones that uh, lead your team in your in your business.
1: Yep, totally. But there's a huge amount to to learn and reflect on in that in that um, ultra high performance. Yeah.
0: Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Share this out to some uh, people that you know that are looking to lead their organisations. I'm sure they'll find the uh, insights useful.
1: Indeed. See you next time.
0: Bye-bye.